Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Gary Lineker, England legend, TV host, crisp icon, plus author. Gary's written and put his name to seemingly countless books, including The Weird and Wonderful World of Football, Gary's Golden Boots, and his 1992 soccer quiz book. And today we're reading one of these oddities, 1997's Gary Lineker's favourite football stories. So let's see what the book club thought of it on today's Football Book Club. I was reading it on the train from Houston to Stoke and I got so many looks. The biggest and tallest women got destroyed <laughs> by this little boy because he's a man. <laughs> Fair play, Garenica. You can't choose a good football story, but you got a nice tap. My first story for my section I dreamt about before I read it. The time Chris Kamara kicked my ghost dogs. <laughs> by Dave Ward. Hello and welcome to Football Book Club, the only book club where instead of literary classics, each episode we read another footballer's autobiography. Less Wilbur Smith, more Walter Smith. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, why not? This is, this is, it's one. an author. It's another one. It's, it's a man author. related it's to football. It's a- it's a football. Yeah. yeah, it's sort of. I think it's one of those ones though that um, if you didn't know Wilbur or Walter Smith. You'd be like, which one's the footballer? Which one's the yeah. Mm. Yeah. interesting? The, the interesting. Author. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I guess that applies to anyone. If you, know, you didn't know who really, Charles, yes, Charles Dickens it... was or Charles and Zogbia, I guess. That's which true. one wrote Great Expectations? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you, Danny Atkinson, for that one. I'm James Bug, and over the weeks we'll be reading classics such as David Batty, The Autobiography, and Anja Postacoglu's Changing the Game. I was really worried about saying Anja Postacoglu. I think I got it right. Yeah, I think it sounds it sounded good. Yeah, certainly. you sounded Flowed confident. Nicely. Thank yeah. you, yeah. yeah. Anja Postacoglu. It sounded like a, a um, an expletive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Angie Postacoglu. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can I just say, uh, David Batty, my autobiography. The autobiography. That is a waste. That is a waste. I agree. I agree. David Batty has a great name. Mm, mm. Ba- Batty out of hell. Oh. Uh, uh, you know. That's it. Anymore? <laughs> 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 uh, but today, we're not reading David Batty. We're reading Gary Lineker's 90s relic, Gary Lineker's favourite football stories. And joining me to read it Ah, Jack Bernhardt. Hi. Natasha Frisco. Hello. And I feel like you guys have more fun saying hello than any other part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what does that say about the show? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and James Belgian. Hello. Uh, you three were in my dream last night. Ooh. What? Yeah. what a start. Okay. Um, Tell me more. Start. Right. Okay. So, James, it was it was you at first. Me and you lived together and I was moving out. Okay. I was packing my things and I said, do you know what I wish we'd done a bit more of? You know how you just get up and just, just walk into town and grab a coffee and have a mooch around? And I was sort of reflecting on that. I wish we'd done that more. And we hadn't done it. We just sat in. And you said, yeah, but that's, Red that's, that's the kind of thing that younger, <laughs> younger people do. I was like, yeah, I true. said that. Yeah. <laughs> I said and that then, the young thing is to walk into town. And yeah, we're too like, old for that. When you're, when you're like a student, when you're a young guy, you're like, that's when you walk into town and have a mooch. And I was like, okay. you know what? This is, this right. is a very bleak dream, <laughs> can I say? Wait, we're well, not in it yet, Jack. This, could, gets, this could true. take a turn. It gets much more bleak. Worse? Then, uh, then you said your cousin was going to move in with you, and I was like, "But you, we, we were living in Newcastle, by the way." I was like, "But why don't you just move to London, where everybody you, that you know is?" And you were like, "Nah." I was like, "Why don't you move in with your girlfriend?" And you were like, "No, because every time we talk about that, we get into a blazing row." 
And then you said something that I won't, <laughs> that I won't repeat, even though they were this your is... words. I, w- I won't repeat what you said after that. Uh, sorry for saying it. It's such an in-depth dream. Anyway, then suddenly the, th- the four of us were doing a recording outside in a dystopian wasteland. So we were, And we were doing another Michael Owen book. Oh, <laughs> that is dystopian. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, I guess if you could say anything from that, it's that, you know, when the apocalypse finally comes, we're still going to be reading mundane football books. <laughs> That's reassuring. Yeah, I'm We're terrified still going. of the fact that Mike Lowen is going to be releasing these books in the <laughs> My Wasteland Memories, book yeah. five. <laughs> Imagine how angry he'd be by then. It'd be. I actually would yeah. quite like to read that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I don't know where. I don't know the address of David Beckham's hovel in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been given it. I wonder what book we'll have got to at that point. Like, I don't know, like Steve McLaren or something. Like, what uh, what, what books will <laughs> be reading by that stage? It'll be, no, it'll, we'll be on to, like, I don't know, who's like a young player, but like Emil Smith Rose book or something. We'll right, yeah. yeah. Wow, depressing. Hey, look, this is really depressing to start the show, but uh, <laughs> let's turn it around on its head because do you know what today is? No. It's a big day. Is it? Today, we're reading our 53rd ever book. <laughs> That's right. Wow. <laughs> Can I just say, James didn't add that effect in afterwards. He held his phone. He was like, guys, I've got the best effect possible. The Go thing you again. have to play. Wait, you... Hang on. 53rd? Yeah. 53rd. That's the thing. Um, so I, I, I won't lie. We hit the 50 mark a few weeks ago. <laughs> I forgot about it. <laughs> what? Yeah, we hit the 50 mark a little while ago. I didn't notice. But I, then we were counter. I think, Jack, you mentioned when we were on like 42 or something. And then... Yeah. Uh, and everyone ignored me as us. usual on the WhatsApp group. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, oh, guys, we were, did you we know we're actually eight books away from oh, yeah. our 50 mark? I think we've all... got the stats on it. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, not good man. enough. Not good enough because no, we forgot just not to loud do it. enough. Okay, so <laughs> But hey, fifty-three is the real milestone. I won't read the list of all of them. Just go back through the episodes. But fifty-three books. What was fiftieth, by the way? Christ. Sorry, fiftieth book would have been. Oh no. Uh, go back three episodes. Would it have been the one we did with Adam Hurry? What was that? Uh, Andy Gray's second. Oh God. Andy Gray's <laughs> second book might have been that one. I don't know. I that's feel like that's our level of research here. Is... It was uh, Marcus Rashford actually. Oh, oh that's a nice what a lovely one. book. Well, 52, 52, yeah, Marcus Rashford was that one. Oh. Bit of been weird to make that the big 50th celebration. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, who cares about you writing a book? We This is our 50th book we've done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, how do we all feel about that? Feeling good? From our wasteland? I don't know. But I think between James's dream and that revelation that we've been doing this for 53 books, I feel very sad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well... And, you know, just to make you feel sadder, we're celebrating in style with this really weird book by <laughs> Gary Lineker. <laughs> Gary Lineker's Football Story. It's a collection of stories about football that, as far as I can tell, have literally no relevance to Gary Lineker whatsoever. <laughs> we, we've done what we did with Lampard, but we've split the stories up between us. We've all read four of them each from this collection. Uh, and we, I'm excited to hear what you all found from it. Let's get into it. Let's read Gary Lineker's favourite football stories. I, I take it that means there's no Amazon reviews. <laughs> you say that. There are Amazon reviews, Jack. Okay. There are, okay. There's, I, there's actually, curious I actually have a real life review. What? Yourself? When this book arrived, my husband was like, oh my God, I had that book when I was a kid. Right. And yeah. I used to read it all the time. He, it turned up in the post and he was like, what the fuck? Like, did you, where did you get that from? Mm. Like, it's unlocked something in my brain that I forgot was there. Oh, and he could remember all the stories. And he wow. was like, yeah, but he now hates reading books and I blame this. Gotcha. He absolutely <laughs> hates reading now. Same. Yeah. Same. Did, thanks a lot. Gary Lineker, <laughs> Marcus Rashford wants to get kids reading. Gary Lineker, stop them reading. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. So was this like um, Bart Simpson's Guide to Life, but for the generation yes. before? Well, yes. we, had, we had someone contact us on Twitter and say the same thing. They saw the book and they were like, oh, I had that as a kid. Oh, and really? Like, I, I, yeah, so apparently it must have been fairly popular. Who knows why? It's only got two reviews on Amazon. Uh, it has two stars from Oof. that. Uh, Oof. Including Oof. this. Oof. That's the lowest ever, isn't it? <laughs> 
<laughs> it might be, but from t- I think we had no, no. Gary Lineker and Phil never won uh, one star from one review. I think. Oh, that doesn't count. That one, yeah. yeah. Um, this had a two star f- a review from Alan Kennedy, possibly the former Liverpool fullback. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's not a serious review, though. Don't get too excited. It's a funny review. While oh, I understand God. that Gary Lineker's book of ghost stories was a masterpiece of storytelling from the former England striker and a tough act to follow, I can't help but feel this does not compare. Two stars for the effort, but ghost stories would always be the Gary Lineker book I'd recommend. Do you remember that? Joke, uh, Father Ted. I know what you're there's, fa- oh. there's a Christmas special of Father Ted where Dougal, Father Dougal's reading Gary Lineker's ghost stories. I guess because yeah. everyone in back in the nineties they were just as puzzled as to why Gary Lineker is <laughs> releasing these books. Because I'm not convinced they are Gary Lineker's favourite football stories. Oh, I don't I'm think he knows. St- Gary Lineker oh. has never read this book. Like, what an accusation, James! How dare you! I don't I think he likes any of them. Gary Lineker spent... And if he, if he does, he's illiterate. If these are his favourite <laughs> football stories, that man... I disagree with you guys. I think Gary Lineker spent, like, I would say years. Maybe trawling. Six, six months to, to two years trawling through every single football story yeah, he's yeah. ever heard. Picking and the like, creme de la creme. And just well, went through I, and was like... I was just really confused because I was expecting it to be, you know factual stories of fun things mm. that happen in football i was kind of expecting, like like um alan hansen's book exactly i was expecting like yeah. a bit of a long form version of the alan hansen book but it's yep. not this is like a primary school writing competition exactly <laughs> it's they're like strange little short stories yeah. that aren't interesting <laughs> I, I read i read the inlay of the book it says here is a fantastic is inlay the right word i should know this having read so many books but <laughs> sound is in, doesn't, you know again you said it very confidently and we just yeah, bought it. yeah just it, inlay inlay oh, it's called the inlay now guys <laughs> uh next to it says 2.39 p i guess that means two pound 39 p here is a fantastic feast of reading to delight all football fans a stunning collection <laughs> <Bizarre>. <laughs> so it's read it's written like a sort of a confu- you know uh like english translations of uh, menus you get in france yeah. yes yeah like, <laughs> hello here would you like some food here the food's here now <laughs> <laughs> a stunning collection of action backstories stories chosen by Gary Lineker, one of the greatest soccer stars of all time. Read about, uh, and then bullet points, the amazing boots that rewrote history. The five-a-side match with an astonishing ending. The ghostly trainer who gave one boy the chance of a lifetime. And much, much more. Here are all the dramas and the disasters, the penalties and the passion that make football the greatest game in the world. I just remembered. Jack, do you remember that guy? Um, sorry, I think I've told you guys this story, but when I was doing an interview about the podcast once and the man kept describing football as the lovely game. Yeah. <laughs> the, game. the lovely game. The lovely game. I like really the way sweet. it's all the dramas, disasters, the penalties and the passion. Like one of those things is different from the other four. <laughs> that's, like, that's true. But, yeah. oh, what do you love about, pen- what do you love about uh, football? I yeah. love the drama, the yeah. disasters, of course, the, uh-huh. the, the passion. I the penalties of course as well <laughs> oh uh, corners my favorite bit of football yeah. <laughs> the excitement uh, the jeopardy the throw-ins uh, yeah <laughs> it's such a great book I, i'm um, slightly concerned now though because um we haven't quite gotten to the intro yet but do you oh, remember by gary lineker yeah but do you remember what the last line of the intro is because mm, james you might be about to be terrified never stop believing that your dreams can come true sometimes they do Oh Uh-oh. no! Well, <laughs> well, what is interesting is that my first story for my section, which we'll get to, I dreamt about before I read it, like almost. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Like right, so I'll tee it up and then I'll get to the story later. Like, uh, do, you want, do you want me to play the fanfare again? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds terrifying now, Jay. The clown from James's dreams coming to kill us all. <laughs> so a few days ago, I dreamt that I found four dogs and I just kept them. They were my dogs now. And then when I came to find them, they were gone. And someone had told me that they were dead. And I was like, what the hell's oh happened? And they went, oh, this guy's kicked them and killed them. And the guy who kicked my dogs was Cammy. Cammy had kicked my dogs. <laughs> And I was trying to find out what the hell had happened. And I was like, what, right. Okay. And then my dogs were, they were alive. They were alive. These four dogs came back. They were alive. I was like, oh, they're alive. Well, what happened? You said someone kicked them. I went, yeah, Cammy kicked them. So I went up to Cammy and I was like, did you kick my dogs? And he was like, well, yeah, just, just to like shut them up. That was my dream. 
I'm Chris so Kimura. intrigued as to what your story is going to be when we get to this section. <laughs> yeah. what what the, hell? Hell? the time Chris Kamara kicks my ghost dogs <laughs> by Dave Ward. <laughs> <laughs> What is going Cammy's on going with your dreams? Dogs. <laughs> yeah. keep what, are you sleeping all right? I, I haven't been, actually. <laughs> sleeping terribly. Oh, God. Uh, well, get, should we get to Gary Lineker's intro? After a revelation, uh, after, uh, first of all, when it describes a Gary Lineker's, apparently he wrote the, he devised the screenplay for All in the Game. That was something that really interested me. I don't know what that is, but... Gary Lineker's a screenwriter, apparently. Yeah, but also in the acknowledgements, it says... says it in the intro. I'm not that tight. It says it here in the intro. It says, who is Gary Lineker? Yeah, it says, who is Gary Lineker? He's one of the best known, most widely acclaimed footballers, blah, blah, blah. He's now a regular and popular presenter on radio and television. He devised the screenplay for All in the Game. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, good. Also, in the acknowledgements... This isn't a a Cammy dog situation. Three three of the stories are nicked from other books, so they couldn't even churn out enough terrible (laughs) football stories to fill this book. it reminds me of I used to have a CD when I was younger that came in the uh, I don't know it came in some newspaper and it was a collection of sketches from BBC TV and radio shows and it was just like but totally out of context they didn't make any sense and I was listen I listened to it all the time as a kid I was like I don't quite understand what this means <laughs> but like for, uh, but it was like you know it'd be like a, a league of, a scene from League of Gentlemen and then it would be like Alan Partridge dancing around then it'd be a bit from Forty Towers and and it, they just flowed into each other it really was really <laughs> baffling unless you knew them. And I guess maybe that's what they've done with this. They've just got authors who've written books and they put in a little bit of their stories in. I don't know. I can't say. Anyway, all that Gary Lineker seems to have contributed to it uh, is, and, uh, you know, Gary, if I'm wrong, and that's unfair, please please feel to say, but I think all he's done, I don't think he's even read it, is write this page on page zero. Hi there, football fans. Welcome to my collection of stunning soccer stories. Already too big, can I just say? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Stunning. I hope you agree that it's, unput, it's an unputdownable selection of the greatest football tales ever told, or that any football fanatic could possibly need for hours and hours of action-packed reading fun. Here are stories of knife-edge matches lost and won, of moments of glory and despair, of friendships and rivalries on and off the pitch. In fact, all the drama and excitement of the world's best love support. I uh, hope you enjoy the book, but don't forget, never stop aiming for the top and never stop believing that dreams come true. Sometimes they do, Correct. as Tash said. And then he Can signed we- it. Hours and hours of action-packed yeah. reading fun. I read this in 20 minutes in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the bath, by the way, guys. Back in yeah, the bath reading the books. You know, this, this book would send you to the bath, can I say? <laughs> well, you, I, you start reading this book at a desk and you're like, no, <laughs> this yeah, is a bath yeah. book. <laughs> I was reading it on the train from Euston to Stoke and I got so many looks. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Why they were all you? like, I had that kid. I had that book when I was eight years old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just 40 year old guys giving you the nod. From your, mm-hmm. from your husband. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh my God, flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine the idea of your husband Tom just in the next room, just like with his hands <laughs> on his head. Going, yeah. oh, oh my no, god, she's no. talking about that book again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jack, should we kick off with you? You read the first segment. What what yeah. stories did you read? And any highlights? I'm doubting, oh god. doubting it. But... I read uh, four four stories. Uh, four stories too many, I would argue. Okay. Uh, Kev's boots. Charlotte's yep. wanderers. One shirt short of a strip. And the match, which um, was very unimaginatively named. Um, yeah. I mean, they're all the thing about it is, I was quite a, I was quite a sickly child, or quite a hypochondriac child, and I would often go to like the sick bay at uh, at school. Isn't that and a restaurant that- where they um, pour? <laughs> Sorry, sick bay. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah, get, oh my god! My what? <laughs> You're in charge of cutting things from this, so it's cool. It's <laughs> 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 I tried to make a Salt Bay reference and then gave oh up when everyone God. stared at me. <laughs> I think this book is Throw broken our brains. <laughs> James was like, oh, wait, I think everyone's on a delay. Nope, we're not on a delay. We just did not <laughs> find that book. <laughs> yeah, I was really hoping that there was going to be an like, uproarious laughter. At some point. Everyone's frozen. Nope. <laughs> no, 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 James. Never mind. Crack on. Sorry, Jack. Uh, <laughs> But the, so there'd be these books from like the seventies, and they would be football books that were like you know Pat Jennings saving a goal against George Best, and it was basically how I learned about football. And yep. this would have been in there, and I would have, I probably would have, de- like this something like this, I would have devoured this book. But mm. that it's just, it's just nonsense. It's just like <laughs> you spend the whole, you, you, like you get to the end of each story and you go, what was that? Why? why? <laughs> 
felt like why, why did someone sit that? down and write this yeah. yeah i think it's like a distinct lack of jeopardy in all the stories just like yeah. okay all right that happened that, that, there well, we go that's done so my the the i mean i will say that of the of the four the yep. match for me was probably the best one, but I, therefore okay. I don't want to talk about it too much. <laughs> <laughs> Despite its bad title, you think that the, um... the match was well? The match is basically a story of like going to a game where you see like a um, generic northeastern team, uh, the uh, dystopian hellscape that James Balgen <laughs> was describing. Um, like the it's it's a match between I can't remember what they're called like County Robin they they all have names like oh. Park End Rovers versus I've, I've uh, names in these but yeah oh so good do and you want to hear the name like, of the the team from one of my books Sefton yeah. Mallet <laughs> <laughs> didn't Jamie Vardy play for them at one point Sefton Mallet Sefton Mallet good lord yeah it sounds like a it sounds like a Kids TV and torture from the from World War Two. <laughs> Bring out the Sefton mallet. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. The, it, it's and, and it's about like turns. It's it's very much like uh, back in the old days, pie and mash. We mm. were going through the turnstiles. If, if it's a popular game, you couldn't get in. But if no one wants to see the Robins play this week, oh boy, there'd be programs everywhere. <laughs> and like there's like an old journalist who's like walking down the street and they're like, hey, Bill, what's the score? He's half cut again, isn't he? And he's like, oh, it's 4-1 to the other team. Oh, I hate it. I hate football, boo. <laughs> and then there's this amazing comeback. And then later on, they see the newspaper and it says, oh, they lost 4-1. But they're like, actually, they won 5-4, you, you drunk idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds anyway. like every story in my book as well. Yeah. You sound out. They're all very kitchen sink. Is the yeah. word? The, yeah, the, the, uh, it, it felt it felt very much like a sort of a parody of. It felt like someone from. I tell you exactly what it felt like. Someone from the south being yep. given mm. two hours to write a story about the north. <laughs> yeah, uh, and having to sort of do these things where it's like, oh, I guess, I guess they all eat. Um, I guess they all eat whippets, don't they? Yeah, um, they've all got a somewhere or flat, yeah. flat caps on, the, and they look forward to football every week because their oh, yeah. lives are so meaningless otherwise. Um, <laughs> I mean, I won't lie. Given uh, James's dreams from earlier, it sounds like everything is hey, pretty we bleak. Hey, we were in James's dreams. James cares about us. Yeah, well, he, we were the highlight of his bleak, bleak, bleak <laughs> dreams from his northeastern <laughs> existence. <laughs> uh, but the 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 one that I was I, oh, I'm t- I'm obsessed by two of these books. One uh, stories. stories. One yeah. of them is uh, Charlotte's Wanderers by John Goodwin, which is basically about a uh, a very creepy boy. Who falls in love with a girl who yep. uh, at one point decides that she's going to play football, and uh, the le- the the main boy in this can't he can't fathom this idea. <laughs> he, it is literally it's like an alien like his uh, the the father of the girl. He's like, where's where's Charlotte gone? And the guy's like, oh, didn't you hear? She's playing football. And he's like, what? How? Why does it work? They kick a ball. They're girls. And he cycles he cycles to go watch and then midway through cycling to go and watch he's like no that is such an outlandish story <laughs> that it must have been he turns around <laughs> he turns around it doesn't go <laughs> because he's no. like no it can't yeah. it can't be true and i will just be he's embarrassed had me on. Of, he's had yeah. me on <laughs> the concept but eventually he finds out that she is playing football and then he becomes creepily weird like he, he really wants to like help her train and like it's it's all it's all a bit gross <laughs> like he, she's sort of like yeah I, I like playing football he's like you're gonna be the best football player in the world let's work on headers let's work on headers right now and she's like i really i just want to play football because it's fun um and oh it's just it, it's it's very sort of like it's very much a book that is trying to be like look girls can play football too but only succeed in being like it's weird it's weird if girls play football um yeah no and and th- that one ends and i will i mean I, i'm I'm, fasc- I'm fascinated by how these books get made but that one ends mm. with a friendly match where um they're playing against a team who are called the giants <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he says you can see why the team got their name two of them were the biggest and tallest girls i've ever seen one must have been nearly as tall as blackpool tower and the other her twin was even taller she looked as tall as the eiffel tower <laughs> uh, other towers quick uh, another tower oh god uh, bt um, tower uh, <laughs> then he spends the whole rest of the story being like blackpool played it to eiffel eiffel black to back but i'm oh, like, no. just, it's just it's too i don't it's cringe it's just a bit mm. cringe and weird Cringe is a g- good word for this book but gary yeah. lineker loves it 
Apparently, he loves it. He spent <laughs> he hours trawling through these hundreds that's, of. That's of his particular books. favorite story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is the man who of... probably signed off Salt and Lineker, didn't he? So his hey, bar for puns so- is not. <laughs> Salt and Lineker mm. as a pun, <laughs> as a marketing ploy, yeah. genius. Yeah, very you reckon. Very hard to get vinegar. Into, uh, to, to rhyme Simon Vinegar true. to get a rhyme for that is pretty good I'm almost positive they picked Gary Lineker because his name sounds like Vinegar <laughs> yep I agree and then I tried Gary to crop in uh, Cheese and Owen later on <laughs> remember that yeah, we're, oh, not, yeah. We're, not talk- we're not talking about Cheese Terrible. and Owen Cheese and Owen <laughs> actually this, it- is an, this is an idea someone suggested we do for a bonus chapter uh, I've totally just remembered that uh, to come up with other footballers we think would fit crisp names so uh, uh, yes. let's, let's say, we'll do that later we'll do that later <laughs> good plan but yeah I genuinely make sure you subscribe patreon.com <laughs> if there was a player called Freddie Malted I legitimately believe Gary Lineker <laughs> wouldn't have a, uh, have a career <laughs> a Freddie Malted sounds like sounds like a, a ill dog <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Freddie Malted <laughs> Freddie Malted one of the dogs that Chris Kamara yeah. kicked <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Grant, and, uh, Grant Holt but, should have got a salt and vinegar range as well. They should have brought that out. Oh, yeah. Brought a Holt and Lineker. Yeah. That would have been brilliant. Holt Look, and Lineker. Save it for later. Save it for later. <laughs> come on. Come on. Sorry. Hey, okay. Anything else so, from your, your book, Jack? Well, your no, I just, just very quickly how it ends with this book. The uh, the two, the um, Eiffel and Blackpool take out the entire team, basically. Yep. Like, uh, at one point, they're like, the goalkeeper got scared of them, so she ran away because that's what girls do. They run away <laughs> from scary situations. And Dash, then at the, can, can you confirm? confirm. Can yeah, confirm. If, cool. you, if you saw Sorted. a tall woman, you would be terrified. <laughs> What's the tallest woman you've ever seen, Tess? <laughs> mm, I have watched quite a bit of women's basketball and they are mm. quite scary, so I you, will give her that. Charlotte you, is not... not she didn't run away. Hey, hey Charlotte didn't run away. Her, her, oh. her, her loser friends ran away. Uh. Uh. But so at the, at the very end... Uh, they have no players, and they're like, we're going to have to quit because we've got no players. And then guess who comes on the bloody pitch and decides to be like, I'll play instead, guys. I can do it. The 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 boy, Charlotte's boyfriend, not really boyfriend, creepy stalker, I would say. Yeah. And he he like has to play in goal because they're like, oh, it has to play in goal if it, if it's going to be on the pitch <laughs> because that's how uh football play the female football players see men as as evil and and blobs. Anyway, he is like oh god we're not going to win the game i better get the ball and run up the pitch and score so he starts doing that uh and i was thinking at this point this is gonna how this is gonna be how the book ends is he will score a goal and charlotte will be like oh my god you're you're so amazing what a great what a great performance he gets thankfully he gets tackled and one of the other players scores and then charlotte breaks up with him that and that's genuinely (laughs) genuinely the best bit of the book That's bleaker than James's James's no, dream. It had to be that bleak because if it hadn't been that bleak, it would, the story would have been um, girls football play- team gets yeah, girls- beat by single man. Yeah, <laughs> ma- single man destroys women's football team. The biggest it- and tallest women got destroyed by this little boy because he's a man. It's it was dross. Should we move on to Tash? Oh yes, please. I mean, to be honest, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> These stories all have exactly the same plot line. Yes. But I will, I will add in my two pens. I only had three books in my section. Um, so I had Misfits by Gina Douthwaite. Google tells me she's actually now works for the Ministry of Agriculture, which is good news for us all. What? Um, <laughs> that is a real... <clears throat> yeah. They've done well for themselves. I know. Huh? On their CV. Uh, also... <laughs> <laughs> You, you're, you're Gary Lineker's favourite author? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, it says that all you did was write a book, it writes one short story in 1997, and now you work for the cabinet. Wow. Yeah, amazing. Crazy. And then I had one called The Bottom Line by David Harmer, and Simon Comes Home by a guy with a great name, Redvers Brandling. And do you remember oh, the books Spilling the Beans on? They were like a knockoff of horrible histories, and you could get them like, I had the Spilling the Beans on Robin Hood. I don't remember no, that at all. Remember, I don't remember that. That sounds them. exactly up my street, and I guess yeah. yeah. I've never heard of it. I, I did think that, Jack, when I was. But anyway, this guy. Did you wrote dream all this? Of those did books. you dream this, Tash? <laughs> this one of your dreams? No, this is this is legit. But um, he wrote all of those, and unsurprisingly, his was my favorite book. Okay, out of the That's three, good. his was that quite was good. Wasn't it Redvers Bradley? Redvers Brandling. Oh, Didn't they name? play Spalding Mallet or whatever? <laughs> 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 
But the story uh, of all three of these books I read was slightly misfit boy. Now, in each of the stories, their misfitness was either they were new to the area, they had ripped trackies, or they were ginger. (laughs) They wanted to to join the star team. They can't for those reasons previously given. So they set up their own team. They miraculously turn out to bring this ragtag bunch together that are really good. They come this close to winning. But they never quite win, but they learn a lesson that you should really just try. It's just yeah. not and they these all things. Have, you wouldn't get it. All three of them it. have a freckled tomboy <clears throat> in the dream as well, which is a nice. Fre- a freckled they have a freckled tomboy. tomboy. Freckled tomboy, all three of them. Wow. But like my- in um, Stranger Things when they yeah, brought exactly. in the, the ginger yeah. girl in the yeah, second yeah, series. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Interesting. Um, but the second one, it's, which is the bottom line, um, that had a slight deviation on this story because the protagonist, Tommy, is off school with a condition called viral globular raging red spots. <laughs> <laughs> what are kids like? What are kids and like? He, uh, I know. Like, yeah. oh, but I was trying to think, what condition would that be? Is that chicken pox, do you reckon? Viral globular raging red spots. I think the viral I, globular raging red spots were another team. Anyway, when it, he comes it back. It sounds like bad acne, right? Yeah, 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 bad yeah acne, maybe. I yeah. But when he comes back, his team have all been nicked by this guy whose mum's got a sweet shop and he pays them wages every week in what? Pick-a-Mix. Yeah, which I thought was quite a neat little twist. But mm. he doesn't have any other friends that play football. But he has this one nerdy friend whose dad has all of the George Best VHSs. And he goes home and he reads, uh, he watches them all and he stands in his living room learning them like the ballet. And then he ah. comes on the pitch and plays like George Best. I mean, uh, that's yeah. I, I, my books had a similar, I, I don't know if everyone else had that, but I had like strange dated references to footballers. Like yeah. I, one of my books, the kid loves Bobby Charlton so much he pretends he's his uncle. And then a kid goes, uh, he's not your uncle. He's like, I was lying. It's true. And then Bobby Charlton turns up and goes, Hey, son, aren't you going to say hello for no reason? And oh, uh, he wins the respect of all his friends. It's bizarre. <laughs> so this, yeah. You'll put your magic Bobby Charlton in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was turning on some Christmas lights, and then he starts calling all the kids. <laughs> he calls up Uncle Bobby to all the kids. It's very creepy. Oh. No, no, I, feel I, like, like I feel like Bobby Charlton and Chris Kamara have been badly represented in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, but the best but, thing about all three of these stories was obviously the names that everyone has. Like, one of the guys is called Ivor Bork. <laughs> what the hell? How is Bell in Bork? B O R K E. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah, That's and so they all call funny. him Borky Bork. Bork. Uh, excuse me, my, my son, son is also named Bork. <laughs> <There we Yeah>. go. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it's true. They all do have yeah, like their names like Tomo and Jono and Bobbo. Yeah, or they have like um, like I had Willy Wagstaff, Winston Worrell. Uh, I think I've got the best name of all of them. Oh, go on. Uh, The kid who um, lies that Bobby Child and his uncle is called Norbert Light Owler. (laughs) (laughs) Norbert... Not a heavy owler. He's a light yeah. owler. This guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get, at the weekends, I'm getting some light owling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, not too much owling. Not too please. much owling. I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a light owler. <laughs> Norbert's light owler. Yeah, and Basher Briggs was another one who was a PE teacher. The team names are pretty good as well. Like I had mm. Barry's Blades, the Savage yep. Sharpshooters, the Dixon Dynamos. I thought they all sound a bit like if you put and there in the middle, they'd make great band names. Like Savage oh. and the Sharpshooters. Dixon yeah, and the good. Dynamos. Yeah. yeah. They always sound a bit like, I like it. They all sound a little bit like teams in the Indian Premier League. Yeah. <laughs> They've always got like... Yeah, they'll always be like the Calcutta crazy guys and stuff like that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very misrepresentative of it. But yeah, they've always got quite like um, baseball-y sounding names yeah. the Indian Premier League teams, yeah. I'm trying to imagine uh, Jules Holland introducing Barry and the Blades. Barry and the Blades! Barry and the Blades! that was a very good impression that was a very good i don't know why james but you you, your low effort impressions always end up being very good yeah Yeah, i'm trying really hard here (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) well what would it be like if um uh jules holland introduced alan smith james Belshin? What is this a double impression or alan smith's gonna start singing yeah well uh maybe yeah (laughs) (laughs) And up next, <laughs> Alan Smith. Yeah, fuck. I can't do it. I can't do it. How is everything I want? To I, do? Did not, 
yeah. yeah that's what Josh Curry says. He finds, <laughs> <laughs> he finds the hardest thing he finds about his impressions is not laughing the whole way through. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, imagine watching like, watching like Aston McGowan's big impression, just cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> this is brilliant. This is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that wraps up the first half of the book. We'll be safe. We'll be safe. Yeah, yeah. Sure. that in-depth literary criticism. <laughs> as yeah. much as you guys need it, really. <laughs> Did anyone have an out of context just before we go to break? I have one. That okay. I don't really know if it's. It probably is an out of context, but I, it was just such a great line that I had to use it. Please. So, Less than a week before the local tournament, training had to start in earnest, and Ernest was to be their coach. Ernest Pickles, in fact, legendary player for the South Down Shooters. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's so that's... like GCSE English, oh, isn't that's it? That's so one of those nev. ones where it's like, uh, this. Act, in fact, you'll find it was this, but uh, yeah. the, the joke Ernest I'm making. Ernest is also a name. Did you know that? Oh. Ernest Heavy Owler. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got one. And she jumped higher in the air than any kangaroo or Man U player ever has. <laughs> <laughs> those, those two high jumping things. That's amazing. Uh, James Belgian, do you have one? This is quite a long one. Um, you do know dogs are our best friends, don't you? So they deserve proper treatment too. This one's not my best friend, I can tell you, Steve replied sniffily. Couldn't be any man's best friend, in my view. He's lethal in the goal mouth. Wish some of our strikers were, Terry laughed patting the animal fondly as he completed its treatment. <laughs> you say Steve, but Horrible. Steve's Chris Kamara, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. Um, poor Cammy, he's just announced his retirement. <laughs> I think that's James why it was in my mind. Kicker. That's why he had the dream. Yeah, odd. Yeah, usually people are sympathetic towards people with their dreams. <laughs> hey, I didn't kick yeah, the mind. dogs, he did. Uh, I've got one from my. I've got one from my book. Um, all this training and still Basher thinks I'm a king nerd. <laughs> a king, king nerd. nerd. King Is nerd, you, mate. Yeah, I crown the king, king nerd. nerd. <laughs> okay, time for a break. When we we'll be back, we're reading more Galenica's favourite football stories. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com hey there it's michelle norris i'm host of a podcast called your mama's kitchen when i travel i'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when i'm not at home and one of the things i love to do when i am at home is entertain and airbnb allows me to do that when i was in california recently i rented a house that had a great kitchen and when we were sitting around the table we're all thinking we're in someone else's house someone could be in all of our homes as well if you have a home but you're not always at home you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Hi, we're Football Book Club Podcast, and we need your support now. Let's let's drop the appeal music. Hi everyone, James here, and I just want to tell you about the brand new Football Book Club Club, which you can join to receive bonus weekly episodes, access to exclusive member events, and your very own Football Book Club book book bookmark, all for the same price as a used copy of Darren Huckabee's 2007 book, Hux. So if you enjoy the podcast and need to hear more afterwards, head to patreon.com forward slash football book club. Enjoy the episode. 
Do you need more sketch comedy in your life? This is a flesh-eating bacteria I stole from work. We well, stole that from the lab, did you, mate? Yeah. Then you need Crowley time with me, Tom Crowley. With me, Tom Crowley. When did you lose your virginity? 2nd of October 1993 on a pool table. Each episode features brand new sketches, characters and songs. No time to die and no love to lose. Death through life I choose. As well as returning regular features. These are the diaries of Link Tangent, space cartographer. I'm Sir Chantley Buffingham. Hello, my name is Wingnut. All written, performed and produced by me, Tom Crowley. He may look frightening, but he's innocent. He knows not what he does. Over eight hours of original sketch comedy. Available now on all good podcast apps and at CrowleyTime.com. Have you ever had constipation? No. It can be a bit like that. That's Crowley Time with me, Tom Crowley. Subscribe today. Hello, welcome back to Football Book Club, where we are still reading Gary Lineker's favourite football stories on this, our 53rd book celebration spectacular. Um, it's the flutist who sounds like he's having an aneurysm at the end, there, isn't it? That's what really makes it. Flutist a word, is it? Flautist. Fla- flaut- oh, Flautist. God, sorry. Flautist. <laughs> How on. could I have ruined our 53rd anniversary <laughs> in such a terrible we're fashion? We're having such a great time. <laughs> Jack comes in and gets... Less flutist, more well, flutist. flautist. <laughs> yeah, we're all trying to think of football now, aren't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Flutist. We'll spend the rest yeah. of the episode doing that. Alex John Baptiste was the closest I got, but... Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is that his name? Dave Blackpool? Anyway. Um, <laughs> so we're still reading Gary Lineker's terrible book. Uh, well, it's not his book. I feel it's like Gary Lineker... I, I, feel, I feel it's uncomfortable to call it his book. because It totally, is. But I mean, it, if you're going to have a book where you haven't written any of the stories and you've definitely never read any of them, why put a big, massive picture of your face on yeah, the cover? Yeah, if he's, agreeing, yeah, if he's signing off to well. have his face on the front and to reap the benefits from this book, then he can take responsibility for all of them. That's yes, exactly. very true. Well, the it's other thing true. about it is, that if you so if you took the footballs out of this book, like it, I, I will show you what it looks like on our Twitter thing. I'm sure, but like it looks like Gary Lineker. I think in 1997, I'm not sure how many kids would have been like that's the footballer Gary Lineker. I think they've been like that's the famous crisp magnate Gary Lineker, <laughs> and he's wearing he's wearing a horrible denim shirt with a just a green thing like a green background for no reason there is no way to know that football is involved with this unless you... i agreed and the back cover is the same photo it's, just, it's it the is, same yeah. photo but smaller with, with just his signature yeah as if anyone's going to pick this up and be like gary Lineker's favorite football stories oh well, i want to know more about this look at the back cover oh he signed it i'll definitely <laughs> get it now i got a lovely tan cover. though lovely tan oh Oh, you do, yeah. Oh, wow. You got some quotes on there, review quotes. One from Tom. It's like, I don't remember this book. (laughs) (laughs) Where did you find this? Yeah. Tash's husband. My childhood. My childhood. Why? Why? Tom. Tom Frisco. Yeah. Rubbish. Oh, really rubbish. Nice tan, though. Gary he Lincoln's does got have a, a nice good tan. He's yeah. a very handsome chap, isn't he? I agree. Yeah, he I is. agree. So chap. you know, got you know, we got to let we got have got to have some criticism and praise. You know, bring them up. Yeah, give, pull them down. give with one, take the other. I will Fair play, Gary. Lincoln. You can't choose a good football story, but you got a nice tan. <laughs> <laughs> My um, version, I've just noticed. Well, two things. First of all, the text looks like the Beano. Mm. Uh, it's very much that Beano powerful. font, uh, and it's like a slight cut, uh, like. A bit of paper that's like come off, and it looks like Gary Lineker's crying on the front of the <laughs> oh, book. Yeah. Like there's like a slight like scuff on the book. It looks like he's like, please he's, don't he's tell he's people these us- are my favourite stories. <laughs> <laughs> he's hearing us talk about this book, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> they should have put those two giant girls on the front of the book. Yeah. <laughs> the two they towering ladies. Not that. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, genuinely, it would have been really fun to have had a caricature. I, if we're redesigning this book front cover to have yeah. a caricature version of Gary Lineker with like bits from these stories, it, like, mm. and it's, ca- yeah. like it's chaos on the front, and he's like in a stadium. And yeah, you do have the two girls, or you have like yeah. the, you know, the, the light owler, the Blackpool yeah. Tower, the Blackpool the Tower, yeah, everything. Cammy in what? the background kicking a dog, <laughs> <laughs> everything that sums it up. Do you want to hear my stories? From mm. the book? Not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just go home. Yeah. No, come on. Do you, does we're it go? We're doing this on a bank holiday. 
have I got any twists? Not really. I do have one, actually, which is okay. very different to this. I'll come to that. Um, my stories were The Fib, Jake's Big Chance, So You Want to Be a Hero, and A Quick Game Before School. Uh, and my mm. first line when I read the, when I my book was, <laughs> my first story was, ooh, I wasn't half snug and warm in bed. And I was like, no, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> my it first is, bit I read, It is written like the Beano. You're right. It is, yeah. Ooh, it's I like, wasn't half snug and warm. Yeah. Oh, and the dad said, you get out of bed right now or I'll give you the slipper. Oh, <laughs> yeah. crumbs, dad. Oh, Don't no. give me the slipper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah and then I had, I had, actually, the first story had, had a lot of ooze in it. That was the Bobby Charlton one. And um, most of the stories, the gist was, boy is rubbish at football, very minor win, end of story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's usually, largely what it is. Uh, it doesn't usually get that much better. It's usually just like, oh, you weren't totally shit in that game. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you didn't totally embarrass the family name. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Gary will enjoy that. Um, my first story is the weird Bobby Charlton one. The second one uh, was about some kid. Uh, my second one's weird. My second one's about a kid who's rubbish at football despite practicing all night until some weird figure turns up in the dark on this pitch he plays on. Uh, this mysterious figure who wants to teach him all about football uh, and it turns oh. out is a, is a ghost uh, who's come back in the guise of a sex offender uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you what you can, I looked at him he had approached him was standing in the light he was quite a small man and wore a sort of trench coat so long that I couldn't oh see his feet oh my god he's a flasher no. yep. 100% he had quite an old face nut brown and wink nut brown <laughs> What? Not brown and wrinkled with crinkle lines at the corners of his eyes, which are small, sharp and blue. What could this funny little old bloke know about football? <laughs> anyway, he like stalks him and keeps disappearing and then coming back. And Does he end, whip he has... off the trench coat and he's got like a full <laughs> yeah, kit does. under it? Uh, I'm not interested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is this a full <laughs> kit wanker? Yeah. No! Yeah. <laughs> is it even full worse? Full kit wanker. Ugh. Yeah, very much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my third story is a really depressing story about a dad who hates his son. <laughs> okay. yeah, it's, it's just I'm not even going to talk about it. It's rubbish. Um, the fourth one that I want to talk about is a complete handbrake turn. It's nothing like the others, uh, and therefore it's by far the most interesting, despite being t- terrible, like truly terrible. It's called A Quick Game Before School, and uh, I'll read you the intro to it. Because, like, bear in mind, we had all this, like, kitchen sink nonsense before, and then this comes out of the blue. Quick Game Before School, Dave Calder. When he woke up, he had an edgy headache. That's <laughs> a weird word, <laughs> What? I agree. <laughs> It was hot, and it was hot, and the pollution control unit was creaking as it struggled to filter the smog. At oh. breakfast, the soya flakes had been a flavour he didn't like, and his younger sister kept kicking his legs under the table. So it was with a sense of relief that he escaped into the screen room. So much so that he simply sat staring for a few minutes at the blank, glassy video wall before clicking it on. Can you guess we're in the future? <laughs> oh my! The, so- ah. the soya flakes. Soya, yeah, the soya flakes. flakes. Which is kind of accurate, actually. He's predicted it quite well. It's 97. It's not that no, long he long hasn't. <laughs> Don't I, give him I, credit. I, I'm going to soy flakes every morning and then go sit in my video room. That's <laughs> it's, okay. it, it's, it's 1984. The guy's... It's, 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 it absolutely is 1984. It's, it's very 1984 light. And what follows was possibly the longest 15 pages of my life. Uh, <laughs> as It doesn't tell a story. It's just... Uh, it's, it reads like a nerd... Um, reviewing a game that doesn't exist. <laughs> Just basically <laughs> talk. It's 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 so boring. It's like um, tech specs. Effectively, it's all things like. Um the headset was flexible. It adjusted itself to the wearer so that its web of tiny sensors could control movements directly from brain impulses. Oh and so the micro speakers were positioned to give the best possible wraparound sound. Only the screen area was firm and stretched almost from ear to ear and from forehead to chin, but it was so light you were hardly aware of it. It's not. It does sound like trusted uh, reviews, yeah. It does. It really, it really does. Like, uh, six, almost <laughs> three stars. Uh, sound quality, <laughs> yeah. not great. I, I but, like how just above that, I'm just looking at the same page. And they've uh, really laid it on thick. He tried to interest his granddad in wearing one, asked him how it compared to the real thing, but he'd been sniffy and said he couldn't take to these contraptions and preferred watching it as if it was the telly, whatever that had been. Oh, Oh, no. In this dystopian future, they eat soya flakes and they don't know what the telly is. (laughs) (laughs) It's like tech specs in a VR manual or something like that. It's like... (laughs) 
do not sit too close to the screen for too long. Um, then, then after a while, it, it, honestly, there's no, there's nothing interesting. There's no story really. There's just a kid trying to set up this game on his computer. It turns up into like beginning, you know, like the boring stuff when you turn on FIFA and you have to go through all the, t- yeah, the menus yeah. and stuff. It basically just describes that for a little bit. Um, he would like to experiment a bit more during matches, but for some reason, you're only allowed to change two players from each side during any one game. Oh, but so he's just you, got a you've demo. created that. You've he's created got a that. demo. <laughs> yeah, he's got a FIFA demo. <laughs> By selecting player identity mode, Argon could virtually become any player seen from their viewpoint and making their movements for them. Press X to short pass, press square to... Yeah. <laughs> to, to he's, he's, talking the, he's talking about the L1 button, really. It's, the L- it, that's basically it. And then eventually his, his sister gets involved or something and it ruins the game. But um, Like all girls ruining <laughs> sports. Largely. Um, but yeah, that's it. But Gary Lineker approved this. He read it's this what, story, put his it's name very to weird it. That, that Gary Lineker would be like, "Well, let's make sure in this we have eleven <laughs> yeah. of the exact same stories, but the <laughs> yeah, last one of the one. final ones will be." <laughs> We need to future proof this book. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone's reading this in the year 2022 for a podcast, maybe. It needs to relate to them a little bit. <laughs> and I could relate to it. It was, um, oh, it was rubbish. Sadly, <laughs> it really was so bad. Sadly, there was no sex offender ghost popped up during the end of that book. Um, but yeah, there we go. Yeah. He's preferred the real sex offending ghost, whatever <laughs> they were. <laughs> James, we've already had a hint of what's to come in your book, uh, your story, so I'm quite interested to see where this is going. Yeah, it's the only one worth reading because the other ones were fucking terrible. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Lineker's fucking terrible football story. <laughs> football Friends was about people who had different uh, cultures and then came together at the end. Terrible. Um <laughs> Yeah, we don't like different cultures, do we, James? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Who cares what the other story is about? Let's read the dog (laughs) one. So this this story was called Dog Bites Coley, so an immediate spoiler there, which was a bit annoying. Um, (laughs) Which I think has happened in every football autobiography we've read so far. It feels like a dog's involved in a goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Steve, oh, but this is different because it's fictional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steve is a goal. This one's written by George R. R. Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Steve is a goalkeeper who plays for Rueville, um, which nice. I guess is a bit like Whoville, but they've all got Rooney's face. Brilliant. Yeah. That so means uh, <laughs> girls with blonde bunches and Ro- Rooney's face, and an old that means road town. with Rooney's means, face. It means road town in French. Rueville. Rueville. Yeah, it's Road Town. This is a real sick bay moment, isn't it? He's <laughs> <laughs> Road Town. What, like R double O? Is or like Rue Red? Oh, is it R O? Like R U E? Like Rue Red? Just like Hugo. Yeah, so basically what happens is a team's playing in a cup final, a dog runs on the pitch, the goalkeeper tries to shoot it away, it bites the keeper's hand, and then everyone's sympathizing with the. Oh, yeah, the most important bit. In a reaction to this bite, he kicks the dog in the belly and knocks it out. And then knocks it out. Yeah, what? it's like laying motionless on the ground. It even says comatose. Then the <laughs> <laughs> so then the physio Gary. takes the uh, takes the dog to give it treatment, and everyone's giving the dog sympathy, and Steve's just not having it. He's like, "The dog bloody bit me," and everyone's like, "Yeah, but you've you've almost killed it, mate. Like you kicked it in the head." <laughs> He might be dead. Um, and then basically what happens is Steve is just like not, not having it. He's like, why are you giving the dog treatment? And not me, my hands are in here. Um, and they had to sub him off for the reserve keeper who wasn't very good. So they're like, we're going to lose the bloody okay. cup final now because of this dog. Anyway, they um, they won the final. So they, they were all saying the dog was a good luck charm. And then at the next game, the dog was there and the dog attacked the opposition's goalkeeper. <laughs> And they managed to score an open goal because the keeper, <laughs> the keeper was distracted by the dog, and they won. Oh so we're like, God. "All hail the dog!" And then Steve was like, "Yeah, fair enough. Dog's pretty good. That's the story." <laughs> <laughs> From his prison cell, I hope. Yeah. Ridiculous, ridiculous story. Unbelievable, Jeff! I've kicked a dog. <laughs> it's comatose, Jeff. <laughs> we go to Rueville, uh, where Chris Kamara's got an update. <laughs> Rueville Park. What what happened, Chris? I didn't see it. Yes, you did. You were the one who kicked it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a dog lying down on the floor, and it's it's uh, it's comatose. <laughs> I, 
God. I, okay, look, I feel bad for Steve. I, look, I obviously you shouldn't kick dogs, but um, let's, let's, let's get make that clear. That's a that's a football book club. Yeah, um, yeah that's a yeah. policy right here. We, we all no, stand by that. No Kurt Zoomers, we. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> the like the, the the a dog biting you that is pretty serious. Mm. A dog like an actual dog biting you enough to I assume draw blood. One but of my what first are these memories. Goalkeepers doing because why is he bitten both of them? Yeah, the dog doesn't like goalkeepers. That's basically what happens. Maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's the the Glo- spirit of Michael Owen and uh, <laughs> the maybe they're wearing like those kind of like um, birds of prey gloves. Yeah, <laughs> dogs like attracted to what? Or like, like dog training gloves yeah, that yeah, the police wear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dogs are like uh, goalkeeper gloves made of like uh, sausage meat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is a terrible idea. I, I know we're sponsored by um, <laughs> by the sausage company, Richmond's. Yeah, yeah. I um, um, one of my first memories of dog bite me on the bum. Really? And it and it drew blood. My dad had to chase the guy down the beach to get a detail. <laughs> wow, that's a better story details. than all of these stories. <laughs> <I watch>. <laughs> <laughs> it was in James Cornwall or Bottom like by James <laughs> Bug. <laughs> oh, I ain't half snug here in my beach. <laughs> Oh, dog don't bat me bum. <laughs> cool, blimey, look at it's the journalist with his, the trunk journalist with his dog. That guy's got trench coat down yeah. to legs. Uh, anyway, uh, now, Sonny, you saw your flakes and I go feel into like screen if room. I this book into one of those AI text things. This is exactly the story yeah. that would come, It'll come out, out the exactly the same. Exactly. Yeah. Like Oh, I should mention wow. that at one point Steve is advocating that the dog be put to sleep immediately. So, <laughs> <laughs> what like to be kinder to the dog or because the dogs are menace to society? No, he I calls guess it a killer. Like they, I think Steve yeah, should be put to sleep immediately. Yeah, I think anyone. So. <laughs> uh, this situation. Maybe this weird. is like Gary's early doors veganism campaign or anti-veganism. Well, <laughs> like I don't know. The soy like, flakes. Like pro-animal given... cruelty. This book. Yeah, yeah. Had, in the future, it was like Gary originally wrote um, they were going to eat dog flakes. Let's ease it back, guys. <laughs> there's, there's a bit here where uh, the physio goes. Anyway, perhaps it just didn't like pink gloves. Can't say I blame it. And then the next, next line of dialogue is just what? <laughs> just, that's it. <laughs> Doesn't carry on from that's that. the last pink, line. Is that because pinks for girls? I guess. I, yeah, uh, yeah, seems so. And we all no, know I, girls oh don't God. play football. They can't. There's a bit, <laughs> by the way, they're a bit, really, really tall. Let's have a Blackpool and Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Yeah. That's the moral there's, of the story. This there's book. also a bit in um in my book. I forgot where they're talking about how girls can't head and like he says a head pull back, poised to strike and missed. Yes, missed the ball completely. <laughs> Stupid girl. Was this book written head. by uh, Richard Keys and Andy Gray? Your story. <laughs> <I think> it <laughs> might it have sounds been. like yeah. it does it's sound really grim. Wow, wow. Well, there we go. So, moral of the story is: kick more dogs. Don't let girls <laughs> on the pitch. Yeah, I just want to, one thing I want to know about James's book was the idea that that Steve had like made the dog lucky by kicking it into a coma. <laughs> No, it's that um, they managed that's to win. That's one interpretation. Like, because he got subbed off for this reserve keeper, but then the reserve keeper did pretty well, they won the cup. So they were like, oh, the dog's a, dog, a good luck charm. And then in the next game, the dog did the same thing, but to the opposition team and helped them win again. I got to say, if, if I was at a match where my team was attacked by a dog and then the other team <laughs> scored, and then the other team were like, good on you, Rover, for biting... The- <laughs> that goalkeeper's yeah. hand i'll probably be like we're gonna call this game off aren't we <laughs> <laughs> like fundamentally enough weird stuff has happened here. is it the same is it the same game or is it the next no, game it's the, James, next game. it's the next game okay i was gonna say oh, there's a miraculous recovery by the dog <laughs> Talk, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. no lessons whatsoever <laughs> yeah, i got kicked with an inch in my life i'll go attack someone else i'll go get someone else <laughs> Stu- yeah he is a stupid dog fair enough well did this book change you <laughs> Uh, I feel like we should get your husband in, Tash, for this I, bit. I, I can go and get him if you want. But uh, yeah. yes, it did change him because since I've known him, he's read one book and that is our friend's book because he thought it would be rude if he didn't. That is it. And I blame uh, this very book here for the fact that he won't uh, even read the one that I'm writing. And what, ta- <gasps> what, what, and what Tash mentioned, what Tash, what Tash doesn't mention there is that their friend is Alan Hansen and the book he read was <laughs> Alan Hansen's Strangest Football Injuries. <laughs> Have you read my book yet? Get out of my swamp. 
<laughs> it's actually Joel Golby's book. That's the only one he's ever read. Oh my wow, god! Well, yeah. wow. no, I don't. Actually, I don't think we need Tom's opinion on this. Then okay, no. I think we go, we go ten out of ten. Best book ever. Uh, you guys, what are we giving out of ten? I, it almost defies uh, rating, but yeah, but actually, no, it doesn't defy rating too. Yeah, I was thinking two, but just it's to be bad. different, it's really bad. One. No, I'll give it two. I'll give it two. I'll give it two. It is bad. It's just <clears> not <throat> fun. It, the only the only positive it had was I literally read fifty pages in about seven minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So for that, I, I will I, give I, it a two. I was saying this to Jack the other day. I can't say yeah, yeah, yeah anymore without thinking of Barry Fry in that Karen Brady book. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went to a, I went out on a night out the other week and somewhere played Louis Louis and just thought of Barry Fry doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. James Tash, what number we giving it? Two, two. Yeah, two. One for the tan and one for the shortness. That's a blue line, isn't it? That's a blue lyric. One for the tan and the shortness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see Blue tonight. What? Really? They're playing wow. at the food festival in Brighton. I'm very excited. Oh, no, are they all still together? Or four? It's only two of them, so blah. Which um which two? I'm gonna guess. I don't know. Ant- I, Anthony. Have a guess and when and I will let you know later if you're right. Anthony and Simon yeah, is my guess. Simon. Although I can imagine Simon. Lee needs the money. <laughs> yeah, Lee's definitely spunked all his money up the wall, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think you're probably right. Um, two plus two. Plus, did you give it a two as well, James? Yeah. Two. That's a nice easy sum. Two is what it's got. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, no, uh, that's that's what you like. That's probably right at the bottom, isn't it? I guess maybe of the books we've ever done. That might be yeah, the worst we've ever done. It deserves it. That's below Andy Gray's books. Um, no quiz this week. However, however, we do have a Ken Zong for you. So uh, oh my we, God. Know. We, we earn Ken Zongs without having to do the quiz. You read the whole book. You read this book. <laughs> you, deserve, <laughs> you deserve a lot. We all know who Ken is. Uh, so Ken is our pal who comes on the show and uh, he writes football charts about footballers who've long since retired. What have we had recently? I'm trying to think. Oh, we had Damien Delaney to the tune of Dude Looks Like a Lady yeah, last that week. That was, a, that was a good one. Uh, then this week, uh, we got a track about a Chelsea legend uh, to the tune of a Mario Winans smooth R&B classic. Ooh. What happened to Mario Winans? Was he a one-hit he wonder? He retired off his millions from that song. Yeah, probably. If, if you're listening, Mario, let us know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> this is one of those tracks that um, go straight into the footballer. So we're not, oh, it's not okay. a slow build. One of the straight ones in. And so the tune of I Don't Want to Know, just in case you forgot his, um, his one-hit wonder. Tare Andre flow. <laughs> if we're playing him, goals are gonna flow. Because he'll drive them in from high and low. <laughs> He'll catch you sleeping, you already know. Oh, baby, Torre Andre Flo. Beautiful. Oh, that was very good. I don't good. know that song. That, that was soulful. very good. What is that song? You know Who's that, that song? Mary Wines is one at Wonder, I think. It's about 2004, five, I'd say. Oh, yeah. No, we also had, you should let me love you. That was Mario. That was just oh, Mario. Oh, are they different? Two different people. Different Mario and Mario Winans. Yeah. Oh, Jeepers. Yeah. Wow. Very different people. And then there's also <laughs> yeah, there's that a... little Italian plumber guy. He's I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> also a different person, Tash. <laughs> Mario Winans' his brother, Luigi. Luigi <laughs> 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 Winans. <laughs> <laughs> that's all for this week's episode but we'll be back in a fortnight if you can't wait two weeks make sure you join the football book club club where you receive 20 minutes more football book club every other monday plus your own football book club but but bookmark head to patreon.com forward slash football book club please do sign up in the meantime make sure you get in touch with us on twitter at footy book club instagram at football book club or on facebook send your thoughts your author footballer puns chant ideas or a moment in time if you've got one of them Thanks for joining us for our 53rd Book Spectacular. For God's sake. <laughs> yeah, I hear the, fl- the flautist being like, oh God, oh God. Oh God. <laughs> Here's to another 53, guys. Here's and to then another. We stop. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop. Here's to that wasteland we're going to be in in the future. Reading really, really more, uh, really more books. Soy flakes. Any last words? <laughs> Uh, Unbelievable, Jeff! I've kicked a dog to death. Let's <laughs> <laughs> finish it there. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Football Book Club. It featured James Bug, Jack Bernhardt, Natasha Frisco, and James Belgian. It was produced and created by James Bug. 
Thanks to Gary for um, curating the book, I guess. But where are they all now? Well, Gary went on to become one of the country's leading broadcasters and has almost definitely still never read so much as a page of this book. Sefton Mallet folded in 2000 when they could no longer keep up with the sweet shop next door's wage bill. Game's gone. Norbert Light Owler grew up and changed his name at the absolute first opportunity he could. Eiffel and Blackboard Tower never stopped growing and now both stand at well over 25 foot tall. Mario Wyland's follow-up single Never Really Was didn't make the UK charts. However, his brother Luigi went on to enjoy a very successful career. And despite James's disturbed dreams, Chris Kamari is actually, of course, still very much a lovely man who we all wish the absolute best. Bobby Charlton almost definitely doesn't call himself Uncle Bobby either. The music hills behind the work of Silent Partner and is using the Creative Commons 4.0 license. We'll be back in a fortnight reading Rob Lee's Come In Number 37 with the brilliant Johnny Sharples. Until then, bye bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.